When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I'm back. It's Caroline, a.k.a. Dot. We've been getting a lot of letters and a lot of questions, so I'm still here. So thank you for that, and keep them coming. Dear Albie, mailbag at gmail.com. I finally got it right uh, for all your questions and comments, and as long as they keep coming, you'll still be hearing from me. So thank you. We're getting a lot of them, and I'm trying to sort through them. And trying to pick the ones that are, you know, pretty relevant that I think I could get a broad scope kind of thing with. So, um, thank you. Anyway, here we go. It's a long one. They always seem to be long, but here's a long one. Dear Don, that's me. I've been with my husband for seven years, married for four of them. We have a one-year-old son who is the light of my life. For most of our relationship, I've suspected that I couldn't fully trust my husband. He could be secretive and withdrawn at times, and I knew he had lied to me about a few things, both big and small, over the years. At one point, I confronted my husband about one of his lies and told him I wouldn't stay with him if he didn't change. He begged and pleaded with me not to leave him and suggested we go to couples counseling. I wanted so badly to believe that we were working towards a better future together, and he seemed remorseful and sincere about the promises he was making to me, so I stayed. We were in counseling together through most of our marriage, and although there were issues here and there, it seemed like we were making progress, and I was optimistic that we would be stronger as a couple for going through it together. Unfortunately, after our son was born, I could feel my husband pulling away from me again. He didn't seem very invested in our son and wasn't supportive of me in the ways I needed him to be. He didn't step step up as a father unless other people were watching. Around our son's first birthday, after wrestling with the decision for a long time, I finally told my husband that I was leaving him. I told him that I loved him, but I couldn't stay in our marriage if he wasn't willing to put any work in or share his inner world with me. I thought that was the most painful decision I would ever have to make, but I was hopeful that we'd be able to still be civil and eventually figure out how to parent our son together as friends. Unfortunately, Since we've begun the process of negotiating our separation and agreement and meeting with lawyers, I have found out the truth. It turns out that my husband lied to me about almost everything since we first started dating. His past, his values, his financial decisions, etc. I also learned that he was cheating on me the whole time we were married, and probably even before then, with prostitutes. To say I'm devastated would be an understatement. I can't believe that my entire life for the past seven years has been a lie and that the man I love would hurt me so badly without caring about my feelings or the consequences. He also put my health at risk by sleeping with prostitutes and also with me. I've been tested for STDs and received a clean bill of health, thank God, but I can't get over feeling violated by my husband. I'm trying to put on a brave face for my son, but after he goes to sleep at night, the anger and sadness washes over me and I feel consumed by it. 
I don't know how to even begin to feel better, and I'm worried that our marriage has scarred me and left me with trust issues that I'll never get over. I'm heartbroken to know that I'll likely never, never be able to fall in love with another man, and I'll never have more children, which I desperately want. How do I start to pick up the pieces after this unbelievable betrayal, which has rocked me to my core? Any words of wisdom that you can share would be very much appreciated. And this is from Kate. Kate, that is a mouthful. Um, I, I got a lot going on in my head. Um, it just seems to me that you married a bum, Kate. I don't, I don't know how else to see to say it. He seems to have been detached from the beginning. He was unfaithful from the beginning. He lied from the beginning. He was selfish from the beginning. Um, you just um, love is blind. I guess that's what they say, right? Love is blind. Um, you know, here's a couple of things. Um, when you say he didn't share his inner world with you. I get that to a certain extent. You know, I, I don't expect or or I don't agree that couples should share all their thoughts, all their passions, everything with their partner. Some things have to be yours. So as long as it's not hurting the other person, I'm cool with keeping things about yourself to yourself. And it could be something as silly as like you like to dance around in your underwear. It's, that's what I'm talking about. Nothing... Uh, Nothing substantial, nothing that is relationship altering. Um, so I don't know what you were looking for in that regard from him as far as sharing his inner world with you. Um, but that's just the tip of the iceberg with this guy. You know, he um, secretive and withdrawn. All right. You know, withdrawn. That could that can be. Uh, he's just the moody. It's a chemical thing. Who knows? Secretive. Well, clearly he had a lot of secrets. Um, you seem to have been trying from the get-go to make this thing work. And I just feel like you were swimming against the tide because I don't think he wanted that. I think he just told you what you needed to hear or what you wanted to hear. Because there, there's no truest saying in the world, actions speak louder than words. He did not act on anything that he said. He did quite the opposite. Um, I'm sad to hear that he wasn't an attentive dad. I'm sad to hear that he only did it for show. But at the same time, know that you're blessed. You're blessed with a beautiful baby um, who is the light of your life. So if you got nothing out of this, you got a beautiful little soul to love and cherish, um, hopefully for the rest of your life. So that's fine. Uh, counseling didn't seem to work because I just think he was going through the motions. This is what just I'm getting from the little bit of the letter that I'm hearing from you. Seven years, you're married um, four of the seven. Okay, that's not um, a lifetime, if you will. It's a lifetime in your heart. It's a lifetime in your mind. But seven years, I'm going to guess you're very young. You've got a young child, so I guess you have your whole life ahead of you. Um, I'm married 35, all right? If something were to happen to me at 35 years, at 20 years, at 25 years, you've built so much together um, that it, the blow is um, bigger in regards to what you're separating, wh who gets what, who goes where, what happens here and there. Um, so you're very, your marriage is still very young. So it, it's, it's still a, a tremendous heartbreak, of course. It's still mentally um, an issue that you're going to have to wake up and, and deal with every day, sure. But there's not much to unpack 
um, physically, stuff like that. I don't know if you, if you get what I'm trying to say. Um, um, so you're very young. I think this is still very new. I, and I, I don't have um, a clear um, answer on that. So you, of course you have to be sad. Of course you have to mourn. Of course you have to doubt. Of course you have to feel stupid because all those things have to be going through your mind. You trusted someone that, um, that uh, took advantage of that trust. He put your health at risk, like you said. Um, so this, you're dealing with a very, very selfish person. The financial decisions, I need more clarity on that. I don't know, you know what you mean by that when you said you first started dating. Um, he lied about his past, his values, his financial decisions. I don't know what you mean when you say his past. His values, that's a big word. Values is a big thing. So he lied to you. So basically he sold you. Um, he sold you on what you wanted to hear. So my advice to you is good girl, keep running. Um, if he is good to your son, if he doesn't put your son in danger, um, but he's just quite frankly an ass, what are you going to do? He still has a right to see his son. Um, but as you keep a sharp eye out, and make sure that your son is not put in any um, uncomfortable positions in, in any sort of danger or any kind of neglect. Um, so that's the one thing I would say to keep an eye on. Um, let me see. Let me go through more of this one more time. Um, he probably, he, you say that he pulled away from you when your, the baby was born. He's pulling away from responsibility. Um, he doesn't like that. He didn't, to me, he felt trapped in this marriage, uh, but he did it just because it's what you wanted. It certainly doesn't seem like what he wanted. So, um, I, uh, you said that you go to bed at night and, uh, you put on a brave face for your son. You know what? I'd rather see you without him in, in a broken marriage than in a marriage where love doesn't live in a marriage where there's tension in a marriage where there's mistrust because children, uh, are very intelligent. They will pick up on it. And that will shape who they become in later years. When you grow up in a house with no love, with tension, um, with mistrust and all those things, that that trickles down to, to the psyche of the children. Children learn what they live. So that's a plus. Um, hopefully you guys get to co-parent um, with fairness and compassion and dignity f and, and respect for each other because your son will pick up on that and it will reflect on him as a person. So, you know, focus on that. Uh, try not to beat down dad in front of the son uh, because that's never a cool thing. It's never a good thing. That's his dad. And where you land with him emotionally is a different place where he will land with him. Uh, like I said, as long as he is being attentive and a good father uh, to your son, that's a plus for your son. And as a parent, that's all we could ask for. Um, I don't want you to say that your marriage has scarred you. Your marriage has scarred you for the moment. And there are, you've got issues, for sure. Go to counseling. Figure it out. But know one thing. This is not a reflection of you, as I said before on other podcasts. This is a reflection of the, your husband. Um, you know, he's clearly, again, a very selfish person, and you were never a priority to him in his life or in your marriage. So it's a good thing you're out. It's a positive thing you're out. But, yeah, you you have a little bit of a road to walk before you feel good about things again. But don't think it's you. It's not you. And um, try not to put a stamp on everybody that comes your way again. I would suggest to you that you wake up every day and 
let life hit you in whatever way it's going to hit you. And I don't mean that in a negative connotation. I mean, just live your life, ride the wave and see where you go. Have no expectations. Um, and just be, do the best you can be, you know, do the best with what your heart is telling you every single day, meaning accept the bad days. Um, try to understand where your marriage was and, and why it was where land and why it landed where it landed. But um, know that it, it really had nothing to you to do with you. You said that he lied about his past. This was what he was doing before you were married. It's not you, girl. It's not you. It's him. So, um, and I know I've said that before, but unfortunately, that's what you're dealing with. It sounds like you're dealing with a narcissist. Um, so uh, just do what you got to do. You have to have him in real, your life because of your child, and that's fine. But um, get up every morning and know that, you know what, I made the best decision for my mind, my heart. And don't feel like the world is over. You're young. I, you're a baby. You're a baby. You have, think about it. You can get married in five years. I'm going to say you're in your 30s, your early 30s, just because I'm, I could be wrong. I could be right. Let's say you get married in 10 years. You have 30, 40 years of somebody with you in your life that's going to love and cherish you. Don't think your life is over. Your life's not over. You ran. You ran. You made, you, made, you made a bad decision. We all make bad decisions in life. We all stumble and we all fall. The secret is how we pick up, dust ourselves off, and start all over again. So that's my advice to you. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, start all over again, learn from it, be a little more open-minded next time, whereas if somebody tells you something, have trust in what they say, but don't be, don't be a fool. If the signs are there, read the signs, but don't be paranoid either. That's a road you're going to have to walk and figure out for yourself. Nobody could figure out that out for you but you. That's your That's your journey, your walk, but you're a baby. You've got your whole life ahead of you. You've got a beautiful child. Uh, and that, that, that's what, that's what that marriage, you know, bore. You've got a beautiful little soul out of it. So it wasn't a failure. It wasn't a mess. It wasn't a disaster. You have a beautiful little soul because of it, but you learned a valuable lesson. So take that lesson, learn from it, move forward and keep on going. And don't let it stop you from falling in love again, because that would be a crime. And the only person stopping themselves from falling in love again is you. It's got to come from your own head, but it's okay to grieve. It's okay to feel silly. It's okay to feel like, God, I got duped. You got to go through all that range of emotions, and then you got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, start all over again, like I said. I wish you nothing but the best, and hug that baby. Again, guys, thanks so much for all the letters and stuff. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. And uh, it's Dear Albie, mailbag at gmail.com. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.